When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Welcome to the Rural Mutual Roundtable here on The Farm, brought to you courtesy of our friends at Rural Mutual Insurance. Remember, the dues paid here stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. We'll be talking more about Rural Mutual Insurance in just a little bit. We're focused in today on a couple different campaigns that you may or may not be aware of. First of all, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. That organization, I'm pretty sure most people have at least had a passing conversation about, but then we're also going to be focusing in on some special resources that we like to make sure families and individuals know are available at this time of the year regarding mental health. I'm happy to welcome in today Kevin Krenz. He is the current president of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation and currently also their acting uh, chief administrative officer, along with Cassie Sonnentag, who is the communications coordinator for the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. Thank you both for uh, taking a couple moments out to be a part of this edition of the Rural Mutual Roundtable. So, Kevin, I'd like to start with you a little bit first. Uh, first, can you explain to people a little bit about your background, your length of service and involvement with the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yeah, well, number one, thanks for thanks for having both of us today to really go through a number of things that Farm Bureau does, and and not not only uh, Farm Bureau, but the connection with rural and uh, the impacts that we have uh, on our communities across the state. So, myself, I'm a dairy farmer from Washera County. Uh, I've I've grew up here, uh, and I have a uh, a background uh, or continue to farm here as well. My my background within Farm Bureau started in the mid '90s when I became a member, and then I became a uh, through that through a number of leadership programs, uh, YFA and the Leadership Institute. Um, I uh, eventually became a district director in 2012. Uh, from there, I served on the board uh, for the past 10 years, and I've uh, served as uh, board president uh, the previous two years. Uh, this past two years. Yeah, so you obviously have been busy, busy trying to juggle productive farming and staying engaged in the policy of the organization and what's been developing. Let's talk just a little bit, though, about the connection that the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation has with Rural Mutual Insurance, Kevin. That relationship, not necessarily as clear as maybe some would like. Well, Rural was created, um, I believe, 1934, and, and it was created at a time where farmers couldn't get insurance. And it was specifically designed uh, for for farmers to get insurance. And that impact continues today uh, as rural holds about 34% of the the market here uh, for farms, uh, supporting farms in the state of Wisconsin. And you guys are always having dialogue. I mean, for people that aren't familiar, uh, the headquarters of Rural Mutual, along with the headquarters of Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation, in the same uh, building. And, uh, I mean, the conversations are ongoing between Farm Bureau and Rural Mutual on what farmers might be looking for as far as that security net of insurance. Absolutely. Uh, those The, the boards um, are connected, and um, it, it's important that, uh, that relationship uh, continues to support farmers across this state. Uh, that's that's its purpose from day one, and it does a, it continues to serve that role uh, here today. 
That's Kevin Krenz. He's the president of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation and a dairy producer himself. He's also the current acting chief administrator for the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation, splitting time from his Washera County farm and also at the head shed here in the Madison area. Kevin, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that people may not realize Farm Bureau is engaged in. I think the policy development is pretty obvious. That's an important mechanism for a lot of members and uh, our connections at the state capitol, the federal scene, as well as our important agencies. What other elements don't people realize Wisconsin Farm Bureau is actively engaged in? Yeah, like you said, the lobbying side, uh, all the way from the local, uh, being engaged in in a number of elections across the state, all the way through the federal side. But you're right, lobbying is much more, uh, or advocating for agriculture is much more than just lobbying for for our farms. And that that includes engaging consumers. Um, If People simply want to know where their food is produced uh, much more now than in years past. Um, so reaching out and and engaging consumers uh, from an organizational standpoint, also helping make those connections between farmers and consumers uh, so that farms can tell their own stories and be able to actively talk about what they do and how they do it on their farms to produce some of the safest and cheapest food in the world right here uh, right here in the U.S. and right here in Wisconsin. You know, and uh, that- we do that in a number of ways, either through um, uh, social media. Uh, we also uh, do a lot within the egg in the classroom where we uh, we have volunteers across the state of Wisconsin going into schools. And uh, again, uh, speaking with children and really teaching them where their food is produced. Another recent effort that I know the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation's been spearheading, everybody talking about sustainability. It's a it's a catchphrase that has uh, been in the headlines a lot. Small communities are talking about it. Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation's been talking about it as well, but at a different level. The commitment that farmers have made basically their entire careers to sustainability and working with those industries that value sustainability as an ethos and even trying to put some value on that. Tell me about this new sustainability movement that's been amplified by the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation, Kevin. Yeah, we we created a position uh, within our staff uh, to specifically look at sustainability and make those connections across the state and across the nation uh, that we really need to have, whether it's bringing uh, stuff uh, or sharing a, a network between farmers or whether it's being engaging those consumers or up and down that supply chain, it's a huge uh, task that we have for farmers in helping tell our story. Um, a, a number consumers simply uh, again want to know where their food is produced, and some of that uh, engagement needs to happen within an organizational level because. Um, one single farmer cannot carry that story to as many as as what the organization can. Well, and more and more these days, our partners in the food industry are almost re- to the point of requiring some uh, check checkoffs on a on a to do list regarding sustainability. And that's another reason why Farm Bureau wants to stay engaged in the process. Uh, the questions that are being asked or the things that are being requested of production agriculture have to align still with profitability, don't they, Kevin? Absolutely. Profitability has to be part of sustainability because the only way you're going to be sustainable is if you can 
survive for the next generation, right? So that has to be a major part of it. Let's talk a bit more about coming up. We will be in Wisconsin Dells, Kalahari Resort for the annual Young Farmers Conference, as well as the annual business meeting of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. For people that have never experienced that, Kevin, can you paint them a visual picture? How many people will you see? Tell us about the demographics that come together. And I know there'll be plenty of content, but there's also a bucket full of camaraderie. Absolutely. It is a great event every year. Uh, with our, uh, it starts off with our young farmer program, our YFA program, uh, that is two days, uh, that really, uh, highlights, uh, the, the success that our young farmers continue to have within the industry, uh, from the sustainability in which we talked about all the way through a number of leadership and, and discussion, uh, discussion, uh, uh, events that, that we hold. Um, to to help them to help them grow personally, right? Um, and then it that leads into the annual meeting, which will be the second two days of that weekend uh, through Sunday and Monday. And that's really the business side of our organization, where we have uh, a, a number of uh, awards to be given uh, with those uh, YFA program, and along with our. Uh, Farm Bureau uh, recognition awards that we give. And then it it culminates on Monday morning with our policy development process that states or members across the state of Wisconsin has been working very hard on really solidifying and building our our policy throughout this year uh, and like to see what, what they want uh, within their communities, within within the state, or within the nation, uh, to continue to improve uh, legislative issues uh, that we need to lobby on uh, within the organization, uh, that will culminate on Monday morning uh, with a with about a three four hour discussion uh, from our delegates. And again, the dates for the uh, annual convention as well as that Young Farmer Conference come up December. Uh, second through the fifth at the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. It must uplift you to see all those members come together, together, Kevin, and to see the excitement that a younger generation of production agriculture has about being at the Farm Bureau Convention. Absolutely. Um, it brings it, So that event will bring uh, about 1,100 people together uh, in one setting, and uh, from young to old. And the engagement, the networking that they have, uh, really, the the you talked about the connection that young farmers have. Um, we all have struggles, and um, we're going to be talking about that in a few minutes. But that networking is is a huge part of working through some of those struggles. Being able to fully understand that, um, you know, if you're having an issue, you're not the only one having that specific issue. So building that network of, of peers across the state of Wisconsin is a huge part of, of what we do and, and part of our success in Farm Bureau. Well, and what I've experienced, the camaraderie is equally as important as any policy. It's kind of, Kevin, you don't know what you got until it's gone. And that was the case when we had to pivot to virtual everything during the pandemic. I know you heard from membership that they were desperately in need, and I mean that seriously, desperately in need of camaraderie. 
Yeah. Um, and I think that's all part of society. Um, I think we've all seen that and, and uh, recognized that over the past year that people just want to get out. People want to interact with others. It's no different in agriculture where we have a, a large group of people uh, that, that want to connect uh, with others, uh, others of like mindset. Excellent. Kevin Krenz is joining us today from his farm in Washera County. Again, president of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation and also uh, serving as their current chief administrative officer. He also has responsibility on the American Farm Bureau Federation Executive Committee as well. So a busy man, to say the least, but sharing some details you may or may not have been understanding of about the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation as an organization in deep partnership with our friends from Rural Mutual Insurance. I'm Pam Yonke. This is the Rural Mutual Roundtable. So glad you're along with us here on the farm. Now we want to pivot and talk about that camaraderie, what we realized we were missing, especially during the pandemic, the tactile connection, farmer to farmer events, like the Farm Bureau Federation's convention, like the young farmer activities mean to those that do a lot of their work day-to-day by themselves. Cassie Sonnentag is along with us, communications coordinator for the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation, and a gal that's really doing a lot of work via social media to try to keep farmers connected. Cassie, tell people a little bit about what you learned personally and professionally, perhaps, when we did have to make it through the... uh, pandemic, only via screens? I mean, convenience is one thing, but did you notice how members craved that togetherness? Absolutely. Even though we were all apart and we were separated across the state and couldn't gather together, you definitely had this uh, desire to network and be with one another and do that, uh, have that connection once again. Um, agriculture is definitely an isolating industry at times, especially those working in production agriculture. And having that opportunity to get together is so meaningful and so important. Now, that's part of the reason why I wanted to bring Cassie in is we're talking about a program that a lot of farmers may or may not be aware of, families need to be aware of, and it's something that's been spearheaded to a large extent by the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. Cassie, explain to people the impetus of Farm Neighbors Care. How did it start? What's it designed to accomplish? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ironically, Farm Neighbors Care began just over a year before the pandemic started in 2019. Uh, Farm Neighbors Care is primarily a social media campaign created in order to support our farmers who are facing stress due to low market prices, poor weather and crop conditions, et cetera. Um, As I said, farming is an isolating career, especially for other farmers um, and family members that work off the farm. And it is important to be uh, making those connections and checking in on our friends and neighbors and family members to gauge how they are doing and offer support and a listening ear. Um, Farm Neighbors Care was developed for that reason, encouraging members of the rural community, farmers, um, neighbors, community members to have face-to-face conversations with their neighbors, check in on them, and find out if they really, truly are doing okay. What's the results been like, Cassie? I mean, sometimes it's difficult to measure the real impact that a program like this has, but just rudimentary stories, things that you've seen on posts, how has it been uh, welcomed? Uh, How did people react? Yeah, over the years, Farm Neighbors Care has really evolved into this kind of evergreen developing program. Um, Here at Wisconsin Farm Bureau, yes, we may have spearheaded the effort, but we are one of 21 organizations that have partnered together across the state, all involved in agriculture, to uh, 
provide commitment to sharing information about farm stress on social media accounts to our various membership. Um, and then overall, just providing resources and a, a place to gather with our members and farmers to learn more about mental health with the ultimate goal of reducing that stigma that surrounds mental health conditions. Um, we have been blown away by the support, not only by these other partnering organizations, but we have had um, public service announcements on television stations. We have had numerous organizations share our message and encourage people to have these conversations across their platforms. So the reach has been far greater than what we had ever anticipated it to be. And just knowing that those conversations are happening and that our farmers are being reached out to and having that connection with other individuals, um, that means so much to us as an organization and knowing that there are others out there and that our farm neighbors truly do care. Now, before I dive deeper into why, in many regards, our our rural community, our farm neighbors are so unique in this situation, let's tell them where they can access those resources, Cassie, if they've never heard about the Farm Neighbors Care campaign or that, how do you suggest they get started? What do they need to look for or look at to get engaged? Well, our entire hub of information regarding the Farm Neighbors Care campaign is housed on the Wisconsin Farm Bureau website, WFBF.com, under our programs tab. And there we have um, a large variety of resources, including um, different mental health resources from all organizations across the state, we have information on the Farm Neighbors Care campaign, as well as information about our Heroes of Hope uh, campaign that is an association with Farm Neighbors Care. Um, but if you're looking just to quickly get involved with Farm Neighbors Care and be a part of that conversation, we literally are just asking you to simply, you know, make or buy a treat, either cookies or donuts and coffee or a hot meal, a bottle of water, anything that's going to bring a smile to someone else's face. And then just go to that that farm or go to that person and have that conversation. Um, if you are so willing, we I highly encourage you to take a photo of your treat or goodie bag on Facebook using that hashtag Farm Neighbors Care and then encouraging others to follow suit and do the same. So um, when we deliver those, you know, that deliverable or we have that conversation, that starts that conversation and it shows that support and it encourages others to do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. And I've seen it in action, folks. Uh, it's amazing what just uh, taking five minutes out of your day to swing by with uh, something from the local diner, quick trip, whatever, uh, can really change somebody's mental outlook for the rest of the day. Cassie, let's just talk a little bit more about where this program's going in the future. You know, Now that we're back together, are we going to see more face-to-face -face conversations like this and help people understand, and it's difficult, the dynamics of production agriculture, I think the, the stigma and uh, the shame that's associated with mental challenges is universal. But boy, we've, we've got some unique challenges when it comes to our agricultural audience. Absolutely. And that's already started in the last year. So many of the partnering organizations that are a part of the Farm Neighbors Care campaign came together last year for the Farm Summit, which was focused on working with agriculture businesses. So those who work directly with production agriculture farmers um, to prepare them and prep them with the tools necessary to be talking about mental health and having resources to um, intervene if need. So um, in those dire situations that we may be having. So uh, I definitely think that these are resources that are going to continue to develop. Um, I know that the the Farm Center here in Wisconsin at DATCAP, they are doing great things um, in person and having people, you know, meet with and have conversations as well. 
um, I think this is something that's going to continue to develop and continue to grow, especially now that things are back to uh, in-person events. Yeah, pseudo normal. Yeah, you're right. Casey Sonnenteg's <laughs> along with us. She's the director of media relations and outreach with the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. Kevin, I don't want to. I don't want to ignore you. Have you seen the Farm Neighbor Cares campaign in action? Maybe it's in your Washera County area. Maybe it's somebody else that you knew. I mean, it is. We are a unique audience. Uh, <laughs> some bristle at you thinking they need help. But uh, what have you witnessed yourself? Absolutely. Uh, we, we are very unique um, in that uh, we tend to put our head down and get things done, right? And, and along with uh, getting through some problems. And, but n- nothing touches a person more than simply uh, what Cassie discussed was simply going to someone with a meal, sitting down, having a conversation, sharing a few laughs. It's so important. Um, with that, um, you have individuals opening up of, about some of their personal challenges. And when you can talk through them, uh, that's that's a major step forward in, in getting getting through some things and, and ultimately finding help if if help is needed. You know, and Cassie, I've got to believe I'm just looking at the list of other groups, associations, agribusinesses, you name it, that have stepped up and wanted to be a part of this. It's like everybody got on board pretty quickly. Like I said, probably some of the darkest hours were during the pandemic when we were isolated. Agriculture markets were collapsing. We didn't know what was next. But boy, you you literally have a plethora of Wisconsin agriculture that came together under this uniting umbrella. Yes. And I think the most reassuring thing to for farmers to know is that representatives from these groups meet on a regular basis to have conversations about what can we be offering farmers and our members across the state in regards to mental health resources. So, I mean, even if you don't physically see it right at this moment, there are people working on your behalf and uh, with that mindset of wanting to help others um, every day of the year. So, I mean, we're, we're all very united in wanting to provide these resources for farmers. We, um, we have members across the state here at Farm Bureau who are doing great things to um, continue this mission. So, I mean, it's it's definitely growing. It's definitely continuing. And um, we're, we're here and we care and we're not going away. Well, and that's a perfect uh, reason why we're talking about it now, folks. You can understand if you live in a rural community, how many times have you seen the same tractor, the same combine, the same semi going past your house? They are busy, busy, busy. And like you said early on, Cassie, the simplest gesture can suddenly change someone's entire day if you just slow down and think about doing it. Absolutely. Um, One example that comes to mind is one of our districts here in Wisconsin at the Farm Bureau, they banded together six counties and decided that they were going to deliver um, care packages to members of the agriculture community during planting season. And I was lucky enough to be one of the people that got to deliver some of these packages. And I remember going to one woman's farm and you could tell she was just stressed out and having a day and uh, needed that boost of, of, of happiness. And just saying that someone recognized you and wanted you to have this care package, she burst into tears and said it was the best thing that had happened that day. So just the smallest thing that even though it might seem minuscule to us or to to Mm -hmm. the individual presenting it, it can have lasting, huge impacts on the person receiving it. 
Having those conversations, you cannot replace it. Very good. Cassie Sonnentag, along with us, Director of Media Relations and Outreach with the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation, along with Kevin Krenz, dairy producer from Washera County, who's also uh, the president of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation and currently serving as their chief administrative officer. We are focused in today on a program called Farm Neighbors Care. Not exclusive to the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation, but definitely one of their pillars. And remember, the goal here is to make sure you know about those resources and all the groups that are coming together to try to help you. If you have that time to take that goodie bag or just anything, even just conversation with somebody that is your neighbor that might be under some stress, uh, take a picture of them smiling, of them being surprised by your uh, taking time out of your day for them, and hashtag it, Farm Neighbors Care. Share it on social media. That's one of the way we keep the good news going. Again, like we said, that's uh, more of what we'll be talking about during the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation's annual convention coming up December 2nd through the 5th. That's going to be at the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. And that, my friends, is this edition of the Rural Mutual Roundtable, brought to you courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. Remember, dues paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. And now you know about another program doing that as well, Keeping Wisconsin Strong. I'm Pam Yankee. Have a great day, everybody.